<laughs> amen. 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 Y'all can be seated. Praise God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I want to preach two messages. I don't know what to do. Yes, I do. I'm a sheep and I hear his voice. Praise God. Uh, Lord, you want me to go in that direction? <laughs> That's something I just pulled up. Um, let's see. Okay, let's go with, uh, let's do a reset on that. Um, that's what I was just browsing at. I didn't know that y'all would have that. Okay, praise God. Y'all ready for the word? Um, we're going to start in, um, uh, hold on, let me get control over this. Praise the Lord. And uh, since it seems like I'm controlling it, let me jump back into. All right, here we go. I want to encourage you to launch out into the deep today. But I got an appetizer for you first. All right. And so uh, I think I got to log out and log back in. Um, while I'm pulling this up, I apologize, it's taking so late for our planner to come out, but we're still going to honor a wonderful price. We ran into a, a snag in getting this thing, um, getting this book done. Those of you who haven't heard about it, I've got uh, something the Lord gave me. It's called the One Thing Planner. But January is already over, but I'm telling you, It'll be a blessing to you if you get it. Um, those of you, I know we're broadcasting this online, and I, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm trying to be all commercial and stuff, but um, I, I do. It, it is some cost involved in, in, in making this book. So um, we, and I don't even know, and I'm, I'm, I may, may be losing money saying this, but uh, we're going to, I had a one-day special. But because I'm late and because I'm such a nice guy, I'm going to expand it to uh, so it's so you can still get it at that price of eight dollars. It's going to be uh, you're going to have a page for every day of the year. Well, you already missed the month. So but I tell you what, it's going it's going to be a blessing. I don't know anything like it. Um, there may be something like it. If it is, I don't know. But it's it's called a one thing planner because there's a place for you to write down one thing that you got from your time with the Lord and your quiet time with the Lord. One thing. And, um, and I'm going to give you some scriptures here in a second. All right. Uh, kind of teach on that a little bit. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Okay, y'all just going to have to roll with me. It's called Launch Out Into the Deep. Can you find that? I'm not able to control this thing. Let me just try to launch out. Oh, launch out. 
Amen. I don't multitask very well, but I'm going to log out, log back in. Okay, it also gives you a place where you can write down what's one thing that I can do today that will take me one step closer to my goal or my dream or my vision. Just one thing. What? I mean, I only have so much time because people sometimes they say, man, I don't have time. I got God's telling me to do all this stuff, and, and I got all this on my heart. I just don't have time to do it. But this planner helps you to focus on one thing. What Can you do one thing today that will take you a step closer? And it, in, in honor of my wife, there's a, a place where you can write down a fitness goal. Okay. Now, you can ignore that if you want. <laughs> Don't get in bondage to it. It's <clears throat> these <clears throat> this is just a tool. Amen? Okay. Let's try this one more. Everybody say one thing. One thing. Okay. Luke chapter 10. All right, let's dive into this stuff here. Good stuff here. Now, it happened... Now, this whole thing is based on this. Boy, that's some small print up in here. <laughs> All right, I tried something new, uh, and looks like it backfired on me a little bit. But anyway, we'll get through it. It's all in your notes. You can get the Bible app. You can bring that up. Praise the Lord. But you can get, um, there, there should be a place uh, on the um, app where you can get, we'll tell you about it later. Hopefully, that's in the announcements where you can get it. $8, you can get this one, uh, one thing planner 2019, and we're going to get this out as soon as possible. The person we assigned, we got stuck, so we had to outsource it, and they should be done with it. They may be even done with it now, uh, but, uh, but we're ready to get this thing ordered. So go ahead and pre-order your copy. Amen. Amen. Say, I'm excited, Pastor. Yeah, because I want to I want to help you. I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to achieve your dreams with the help of the Holy Spirit, with the help of the Spirit of God. You're not on your own. Amen. Amen. I was reading Connie Witter's book. Uh, you're not a. She talked about you're not a a fear fearful slave, but you're a fearless son. I got so excited about reading that. Um, you should get her. Get her book. Well, I can't tell you what you should do, but I encourage you to get, get her book about lies that religion taught me and the truth that set me free. And I tell you, I'm so excited when, when um, did y'all enjoy Sandra McCollum? Yeah. Man, that was some good stuff. She just so free, man. Amen. Split her pants and just kept right on. I mean, she didn't keep, keep right on. Thank God for Jackie. Jackie caught that. That would not have been a good thing of her getting up there where her pants were split. And so, uh, anyway, uh, we had so much fun uh, with her. And um, she, the Lord put something on my heart, and uh, we can't get her back this year, but I saw uh, we had a home meeting, or what was supposed to be a home meeting, but we had to change it because of ice in the driveway. So we changed it over to the farm. And we had a um, like an RSVP meeting at the farm on Saturday night, last Saturday night. And so it went so well at the new spot in the museum shop over at Joseph DeQuee that we are going to have August 
what is it? Fifth through the seventh. Anyway, um, we're going to have a women's conference with Connie Witter, Trisha Gunn, and uh, a couple others that you don't know about, but you want to be there if you are a woman. I'll let some, and I'll let three men in. So let me get, okay, so mark this down. It's going to be warm. I, I like you. Even the thought of August is blessing me right now. Uh, it's August 16 and 17. It's going to be a Friday evening and all day Saturday. Okay? If you have plans, you have time to cancel it already. Because see, all these summit folk are already... They got so much in this sketch. Oh, Pastor, I got, amen. I got this and that. All right. So clear your schedule off. Um, I mean, we're going to have, it's going to be at the farm, at the Joseph DeQuee farm. And, uh, man, it's going to be nice. Going to have all those ladies um, stand, all our out-of-town ladies stand out there at that farmstead inn. And that's good. I, I've learned from having Sandra here. Uh, it's not good to have one woman to, to have two or more. Because Sandra about wore me out. I slept all day Saturday. And so now we have all those ladies and they can wear each other out over there where they stand at and they'll leave me alone. Amen. Sandra's like, Sandra wants to know every little detail. She's a detailed person. I can appreciate that. I was like, Sandra, just do whatever. Can I do I Sandra, do whatever you want to do. Can I bring my books into, into the Saturday meeting? Do whatever you, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Amen. She's such a blessing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I mean, she really laid out the whole grace life. I mean, you have to have somebody help you misunderstand that. But, that's the, but unfortunately, that's the help that we've had over the years. Because religion, just like Connie said, religion has made us fearful slaves. But Jesus made us sons. We are no longer servants. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Are you excited about it? Yeah. Goodness, man. Now it happened, and this is what the whole one thing planner is based on. This is, this is not a, you know, I'm doing this at the risk of sounding like an infomercial. But I really want you to get this planner in your hands um, because a tool like that can help you. I, I, I created a tool years ago about um, turning your dreams to reality. I think we still carry it, collecting dust in the bookstore. Carla used that to launch her fitness business. My own wife used, used it. My material is good, even my wife uses it. <laughs> so, anyway, <clears throat> now it happened as they went, uh, he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house there at Martha's crib, okay? And she had a sister called Mary who, this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, had a sister named Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word, but Martha was what? She was distracted. Man, so many people are distracted. We've got so many things pulling at us. 
emails and text messages and, I mean, phone in our pocket. And it's just easy to get distracted in these days. She was distracted with much serving, and it seems like that was a good thing to do. After all, Jesus is at the house, man. We got to serve him some grits and some ribs and some black-eyed peas and some greens, some cornbread and whatever. I mean, look, look, that's, that's a big deal. Jesus is coming. But Mary, she did something, something different. And uh, she, what was Mary doing? She was sitting at Jesus' feet and heard his word. I want to contend, uh, uh, commend you right now because that's what you're doing. You're, you're sitting at Jesus' feet. I'm not Jesus. Don't get that twisted. I mean, I don't think I'm Jesus. But you're hearing it. We, 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 are, we are hearing the word of the Lord. And the word, I don't care what you're doing. You pick up, you, don't, you may not know where to read. Just pick up the Bible, start reading. And you'll get blessed. And always remember how to read through the lens. Uh, Sandra didn't get her up. She has these grace glasses, these big old with bling on them. She, brought, she rolled them out on Saturday night. And, and, but she, she, these grace glasses, man, where you can see the, the word of God when you read it in, in beautiful uh, 4K plus 5K, high definition. I mean, amen. See, when you're looking at the Bible through Old Testament glasses, I mean, it's, it's fuzzy. And it's not clear. Huh? Anybody old enough to remember those TVs that weren't clear? If you go back and, li and watch those TVs that, that you watched 20 years ago, you're like, what is wrong with the screen? <laughs> but it was normal then. And to some people, the religion is normal to them. They don't know that they're looking at a fuzzy screen. But see, once you see, oh, I couldn't, once you see the new covenant, and once you see the word of God in beautiful, high definition, that's why I can't understand why people go back to the fuzzy. It's like, don't you remember? Why would you go back? That's what, that's what Paul said to those Galatians because they had gotten set free. Man, I can't wait. to. I'm going to teach the Galatians, man. And I'm telling you what, I'm tempted to, to go there. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning, trying to, I'm trying not to go there today, man, because if I jump in, into that, I mean, I may not jump out. But, man, I tell you, he told those Galatians who have been free and they've, they've been born again and these, these Judaizers came in and tried to tell them you need Jesus plus something else. But the gospel is Jesus plus nothing. And Jesus plus nothing, mathematical equation for you, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Amen. People try to add something to the finished work. You can't add nothing to what Jesus already finished. And that's why I can't understand why people won't go back to the fuzzy. Paul told those Galatians, you foolish Galatians, you foolish foolish Galatians. He said, who bewitched you? I like that. I like that. I, I, I use that word. Who bewitched you? You're going to go back to fuzzy and, and trying works-based religion? Self-effort? Performance-based religion? Trying to, to please God through your rule-keeping and performance? 
Jesus said, come to me and I'll show you how to take a real rest. I'll, I'll teach you how to live freely and lightly. Come on, somebody. Man. She sat at Jesus' feet and, and heard his words. So what's my point? The word will bless you. When you're looking at it through the lens of the new covenant, Martha's distracted, and so she gets upset. She didn't even address her sister. She addressed Jesus. She just knew Jesus would correct her. Don't you care? She approached him. The nerve of her. Lord, basically, you don't even care. You don't even care that she has left me to serve alone. Then, how many of you know we should do what Jesus tells us to do? How many of you know we shouldn't tell Jesus what to do? <laughs> Jesus fixed my wife. Jesus fixed my husband. Just cast your care on the Lord. See? And let the Lord, don't even try to fix yourself. Somebody said the Christian life is difficult. No, it's not. It's impossible. It's impossible when, you, when you're living under your own, your own self-effort. Self-effort, man, is it, it, it doesn't work. Works don't work. Resting works. When you work, God rests. When you rest, God works. Let it go. Live the let go life. Let it go. The best thing you can do is quit. Quit trying. Quit striving. Quit trying to be a good Christian. I'm trying to be a good Christian. I'm just trying my best. I'm just, stop, just quit. And just behold him. And as we behold him, we're changed. Man, I sense the anointing right now. When we behold him, we're changed. Try, stop trying to fix yourself. Because the devil will always try to point you to you. And that, that, that old question comes up, what's wrong with me? Let me give you the answer. There's nothing wrong with you. You are, you are perfect in Christ. See yourself the way God sees you. You think anything wrong with Jesus? Then nothing wrong with you. Because as Jesus is, so are you. Say, I'm good enough. Say, it's all good. See, are, are, are some, some changes needed in your life? Okay, we, we all have stuff we deal with. But see, this change happens in this new covenant. When we look at Jesus, you change from the inside out. The world wants you to change from the outside in. You do certain things on the outside, you look better on the inside. What I'm talking about is counterintuitive. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to the natural mind to trust Jesus to deal with it.
transformation from the inside. Not religion is behavior modification. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. If you want God to be pleased, stop doing this. See, that's the law. I will finish this. Don't you care? Tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. Can't you picture that? He said her name twice, man. Martha, Martha. You are, are, are worried? See, that's what happens when you get distracted. When you take your eyes off Jesus, then you can start worrying and be in trouble. You are worried and troubled about how many things? Many things. Don't say anything out loud, but is that the way some of you are? It's because you, have you allowed distractions in life and busyness? I got to do this. And I got to do that. And man, pleasing other people, that's a biggie. Some people are distracted trying to please others. Now, this is, this is the basis of this planner. One thing is needed. Now, wait a minute. That, now, I, I even had trouble with that for a minute. I'm like, what do you mean one thing is needed? I had to, the Lord had to reveal this to me. I mean, I got other stuff to do. You got to go to work. You got to gotta do things, right? It's like, what do you mean one thing is needed? And Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. And he didn't tell Mary, or he didn't tell Martha that the serving wasn't good. He didn't say it another way. He didn't say that the serving was bad. But he said, he said Mary's chosen the good part and that, that one thing is needed. And what, what the Lord showed me about this is when you do the one thing, God will take care of the many things. Well, how? what do you mean? I mean, he's not going to go to work for me. Yes, he will. <laughs> I know what you mean. He's not going to go. He's not going to go to the grocery. He's not going to take the trash out. He's not going to put the dishes in the dishwasher. Huh? He's not going to get the kids ready for school. What do, you, what do you mean one thing is needed? See, when you, you, you have a lot of things going on, but you only need one thing. Okay, so when you take care of the one thing, here's two things that happen. Either God will, and he's done it with me many, many times. Some of the stuff I thought I needed to do because I spent that time with him, some of the things that I was going to do, he took care of. Other things that I needed to do, he showed me how to do it. So now it's not, so, so then this taking care of the one thing allows you to live out of dependence on the Holy Spirit and spirit-directed effort versus trying to do it in your own might and in your own strength. Difficult people. He, he finds ways to deal with it. 
I mean, stuff you can't even make up. You're trying to figure out, man, this person's giving me a challenge on the job, and you, you get there and you find out the person's gone. Because you took care of one thing. Man, I tell you, you take care of the one thing, God, God will do the many things. Hallelujah. So that's just a little appetizer there for you. Okay, so, so it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. This is when he was borrowing, Jesus was borrowing Peter's boat in Luke chapter 5. And uh, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret in two boats and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And he got out of one of the boats, or he got into, excuse me, one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let, your, let down your what? Nets for a catch. Don't limit God. Oh, my goodness. I want you to prepare yourself for a big harvest this year. See, they were partially, partially obedient, but God still blessed them. See, God's blessing is not based on your performance. Simon, now, they weren't just weekend guys going out. Yeah, y'all want to fish this weekend? No, they were in the fishing business. And they knew about fishing. Okay? They knew that it's not the right time to catch fish. Okay? The sun hits the water and all the fish, you know, they, they, they go bye-bye, <laughs> right? It's not the time. The time is at night. So, so Simon said, Master, we toiled all the night and caught what? Nothing. See, when you do things on your own, you can catch nothing. But when the Lord is with you and the Lord is with you, you can go back to the same spot. <laughs> you go to the same spot that didn't produce, all of a sudden it produces. Huh? I want y'all to catch this uh, and, 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 and receive me in my gift. If it's your first time listening to me, um, now some people can preach this. They can just preach this and run with it. But I just share in my own calm little voice, but I'm dropping some bombs on you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Nevertheless, see, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. Ne nevertheless, at your word, in other words, because you said it, I will let down the net. <laughs> now, that's what got them in trouble. Now, they got a big harvest, but they weren't prepared. 
because they only put a net down, but they still got blessed. And when they had done this, everybody say done this. They caught a great number of fish, a great number of fish. Let me just back up and, and, and say, uh, look at what Jesus said. He said, launch out into the deep. That's where the many fish are. That's where the big catch is, in the deep. So I wanna, want to encourage you this, this year, inspire you to, to step out of, the, out of the boat. Step out of your comfort zone. And launch out. Start to see what, is, what, what has God put in your heart? What has your Heavenly Father put on your heart? Those dreams, the visions he placed in your heart. There's more for you. Thank God for what he's doing in your life now, but there's more for you. So step out. Launch out into the deep. Sometimes people confuse things that are comfortable with it's being God all the time. Sometimes things aren't comfortable and, and they dismiss it and they think, oh, that's not God because I, I don't feel, feel right. Well, it's something new. It's something different. Some of you may need some more, some different friends. But those old friends are comfortable, like the old couch. It may be time for that couch to go. Uh, you might get settled into a little groove. Huh? Right? That couch settles in right, but, but, it, but it's, it's all tore up. It's all jacked up. Time to let that thing go. What, what friends do you need to cut loose? See? Launch out into the deep. And it's not all about just, it's not all about finances, um, but some of you, you may need a different career. You feel stuck where you are. But you know what? You're free. We sing about all this freedom and whatever. You're free. And I'm not telling, telling you to go quit your job, but you know, um, you can look for a job while you're still working at one. What's stopping you? What's stopping you from starting a business or launching out into a, a new career, a new field? Well, well Pastor, I'm, shoot, I'm 36. If, if, I, if I go back to school, I've been to undergrad. If I go back to law school and I spend... I don't know, three more years in law school, I'll be 39 when I get out. How, how old are you going to be in, in three years if you don't go? Right. <laughs> Is that what the Lord told you to do? Is, what, what, else, what, what, what career, what business? A floral shop. Did the Lord tell you to start a floral shop? Well, what you waiting on? Launch out. Go out into the deep. And it's not just about your own personal goals. What about the kingdom? What about helping, helping your church get this message of the gospel out? What about starting your own group? I don't know. Well, something new or something different. What about starting a, a winning group? 
where you can, can help, where, where people can, can come to your home or come to a Starbucks or whatever and discuss uh, what, what we're teaching, what I'm teaching on Sunday. We've got the notes there for you. Just go and have a discussion and drink some, uh, drink a latte, some tea or whatever. And be a blessing to somebody else. I used to get guilt trip people into look at you. Y'all ain't doing nothing, you know. I would I wouldn't be that hard, but something close to it. <laughs> y'all soaking up, getting fat on all this word. That's why I say stuff like that. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that pastor? <laughs> y'all getting fat on that word. You're not doing nothing. He's coming here eat, wipe your mouth off. Oh man, I just thank, thank, thanks, thanks for all y'all to y'all put up with me all these years. I saw, I saw a card. I should go. I saw it in a, in the fresh market, man. And uh, I saw it in the fresh market, and and it said something like, um, friendships are are, are are friends are people who, um, know everything about you and still friends with you. And so, man, I, I, you know, you realize who your friends are. I know, I know people around here, you know, are still friends with me. I got a couple friends. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. How many of you appreciate folks that love you, even in spite of you? When they, that, that's when you know you got a friend. Yeah. You can make mistakes around them. And they're still with you because you're your friend. I had somebody say, man, man, friends, they don't do that to friends. You don't, they, you just don't walk out on a friend. Okay. Now, as far as, far as a, a church, as a, like where you go to church, and sometimes the Lord will lead somebody to go somewhere else. And, and, and listen, if something's not the place for you, go where, go, go where the Lord wants you to go. And it don't have nothing to do with friendship. Okay, so I'm not tripping about that. But uh, I, t I tell you what, um, I don't have much time left. I'd love to tell you a good fresh market story about the favor, <laughs> about, about the favor of God. I went in there, and it's just, maybe it's good to talk about this during the um, Super Bowl Sunday, but they got this um, Southwest dip. Oh, my God goodness, with some jalapeno and stuff. I love that dip. I go, went in there one time, and they were out. And this guy told me, I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, do you have, uh, do you have any more of this dip? I don't see it. And so they went, and they went back and uh, came back, and they said, uh, uh, we don't have any, but you come back tomorrow. They thought they had some, but he said, no, come back tomorrow, we'll have some. I went back. Uh, I didn't make it back the next day, but the day after, I went, still none. I got this lady's attention. This is what happens when you walk in the favor of God. I said, um, so you don't have a dip? I was like, guys told me the other day, <laughs> what happened? I'm saying something funny. What happened?
Oh, okay. I'm funnier than I think I am. So, 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 okay, that's what, that's what they're laughing at. All right, I won't say so. So, this lady told me, she said, um, well, he lied to you. That's what she said. Now, maybe she, she shouldn't have said that. But what's what she said after. It was amazing. She was like, can I get you something else? She said, would you like some chicken wings? Would, uh, would you like a pizza? At first, I was taken back home. Well, okay, I, yeah, chicken wings, that's cool. She went, get him some chicken wings. She said, would you like some pizza? I said, sure. <laughs> so, she said, it's a pizza. Like, okay, just take it on up there and it, it won't cost you nothing. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Man, I'm telling you what. I don't understand these people. They be complaining about stuff happening, man. They go in the store and, man, I, I tell you what, man, I'm just dripping with favor. And that's how God wants us to live. Can I, get, can I get a little more personal? I had the water burst in our house, a water pipe inside the wall. And if we had not been home, we'd have been underwater. I mean, thank God uh, Carla was home. I don't know how to turn nothing off. I just don't. You're supposed to turn the water off. Where you turn that off? I don't know. You know. Ran between myself and Al, my son, Carla. We a mess. We don't know them all. Go back in the utility room and look and stare at all that stuff. And thank God for Tim Smith. Tim came over and helped us. We found how to turn the thing off. But had we been going, I understand now why people turn their water off when they, they, they go on vacation and stuff. Because that stuff, kind of stuff happens, man. But the Lord gave me a scripture. Man, I'm getting a whole room remodeled from this thing. And, and, and so, because it went, the water went downstairs into the downstairs room. My angels have a sense of humor. Because my son saw the, he noticed it in his room. Cause he moved, he's on his way out and, and he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? What? He's moving out. He's moving to his own place. Okay. <laughs> He's moving to a new spot. And so, before that, I was trying to get him to go into another room in the house so I can use that as exercise room. So the angel just helped me Help me speed that up a little bit. <laughs> he said, he don't seem like he's moving too fast on his own. Let's get this stuff out. Because when, you know, some, how many of you have kids, they move to another spot, and their the other spot is pristine. I mean, you could eat off the floor. And they just abandoned it. It looked like, looked like um, Al-Qaeda <laughs> hit our house where they were the room they were in. So because of that water, he noticed the water came on his clothes and, and it was from the upstairs laundry room where the, the where the water had 
uh, uh, Piper Birch. And so there was that. And the Lord gave me a scripture. Detailed my life over the past few years. And where I am right now, I'm in a wealthy place. Here's how it happened. Psalm 66, 12. You like this. We went through, he said, you allowed men to ride over our heads. That's happened. I've had people come against me, send me emails with threats. So I can even tell you about stuff like this. I mean, threaten me. People I thought loved me. Well, I didn't know that they loved me or not. It's just, you know, but anymore. But you've allowed men to ride over our head. We've been through fire and water. You remember when the lightning hit our house? It had, had a fire, went through fire and water. But you brought us out into a wealthy place. Woo! Hallelujah. That's my personal word. I just wanted to share it with you. Amen. Man, your wealthy place is coming. Why do you get, see, I mentioned favor, but I mentioned these attacks. What happens? You can't lose. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's what I'm talking about right now. So at your word, I'm going to let down the net. He said, launch out into the deep. So step out and do what God has called you to do. Now here, and and I, I wanted to get to this. And oh, uh, I'm out of time technically, but let's let's look at something else. Now, okay, wait, wait a minute. Let's stay here for a minute. So, what happened? They caught a great number. Everybody said great number of fish. Great number of fish. And the net broke. Why? Because they're supposed to put nets down. So they got up. So so they signal. They had to get some backup. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and helped them, and they came and filled both the boats. Y'all ready for your harvest? See, this is not just in the Bible to take up space. They got a net-breaking, boat-sinking harvest. Look, they began to what? Sink. And Simon Peter saw it. He fell down at Jesus' Knees saying, depart from me, I'm a sinful man, O oh Lord. Have we so long, haven't we tried to fix people's behavior? All we got to do is teach them that the, show them how good God is because it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. All we got to do is tell people how good God is. Duh, isn't that so simple? Je- Jesus didn't, didn't call out, I'm calling out your sin right now. No, he blessed him. He blessed him. It's all through the Bible. You you look at the younger son in Luke 15. Did God bless him based on his performance? Or or, I mean the father? When he lived in sin and prodigal living and he came back? That's a picture of our heavenly father. How do we miss this all these years? How did I miss it all these years? Look at this. But thank God I see it now and I can't unsee what I see. Look at, we show people how good God is. And then people are going to say, man, you know, Lord, I give my life to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jesus didn't go around pointing out people's sin. You think he knew that Peter was a sinner? He blessed him anyhow. And he and all who were with him were astonished at the great catch of fish that day. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise, Acts chapter 8. I'm going to close with this. And go toward the south. I'm going I'm to uncover something that's hindering some of you Because I want, I, want, I want to help you to recognize opportunity and live out of your spirit. Because, say, I'm his sheep, and I know his voice. You hear things in your spirit, but some of you, you don't do them because you can't figure it out. You can't figure out how how this is going to lead to something else. I've been wanting to share this for a long time. Because here, I mean, at, at the end, Philip ends up being translated. I mean, like Star Trek-like. Like, beam me up. He's like, you got beamed up. Okay, so an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, this is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit, say the Spirit, the Spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. That's all the Lord told him. Had he not done that, he would not have experienced everything else we're about to read. Some of you are waiting on the whole plan. A to Z, all the Lord told him to do. We say the Lord, it's the Spirit, it's the same thing. Because Jesus said, I'm going to send you another helper. He said, that's the Lord leading you through the Spirit. He's on the inside of you. And ah, this ties into doing the one thing. Because when you do the one thing, you're quiet enough. You spend, spend some quiet time with the Lord. Now, the Lord can speak to you anytime, and you should talk to the Lord throughout the day, have little conversations with him throughout the day. But at the same time, we should have quiet time when we could just listen, and something on the inside just feels right. Like Paul said one time, it seems good to me and the Holy Spirit. I love that. It just seems good. What seems good on the inside? What do you have a do you have a peace about it? Yeah. And you got to get out of your own head because you got memories. Memories like the corners of my mind. See, some memories, memories. 
and it keeps you in a, in a cycle of defeat. And keep doing the same thing and keep getting a different outcome. You, you might do different things, but it's coming out of a mindset, the same mindset. That's why, I mean, I, I, I said it's deeper than that. I mentioned this before. It's deeper than just you can do something different but still have the same outcome if you don't change the mindset. It's like Edison said, the, the, the current problems that we face cannot be solved with the same level of thinking that created them. <laughs> so if your mindset is still back in the 80s or back in the law, you, know, you, 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 you see this about the new covenant, living under grace, but you're still operating under the law, in your behavior, you're operating on a law-based system, then that mindset is always going to produce death and defeat. So, you see, it's the law. See, there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ, and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For to be carnally minded, so that's living under the law, is death. But if you're spiritually minded, it's life and peace. He'll, he'll, he'll give you some new territory, some new ground, some new direction. But it comes out of a simple mindset of getting into the will of God. What's the will of God? That you're not under the law. You're not under the law. That's the will of God. We covered that in, that's a whole nother lesson. But you can go back and you can get that lesson. You, the will of God is, oh, I'm trying to find the will of God. The will of God, you're not under the law. Now just do, go out, get up in the morning, do what, spend, spend some time with God, get some quiet time, and do what seems good. Get into the word of God and just enjoy your fellowship with Jesus and what seems good. Don't reference the past. Your past does not determine your future. Why do you always wind up in the same place? No matter what you do, you do all these things, you wind up in the same place. You got to get a different thinking. You get a, a, a grace-based thinking. I mean, just something as simple as, I mean, um, if we have a meeting, and it's amazing. And this is not to put anybody under condemnation. Let's say I have a meeting. I have a special guest come in. Do you think I just have a special guest that we pay for somebody to get here for, for just, to, just for them to be just coming here talking to me and Carla? And yet, I've seen so many excuses about, well, can't do it. And there's legitimate excuses. I'm not, again, no condemnations. You're free. We're free. Amen? But I'm, I'm trying to pull up an example, a reference, is that sometimes there are lame excuses. I'm tired. Well, who ain't? Why are you tired? Because you're doing the many things? Because you're distracted? Distractions will get you tired. Distractions will wear you out. 
You worried. Martha, Martha. Worried and troubled about so much stuff. Excuses, man. Oh, my gosh. Excuses about every daggone thing. When, man, one word from God can change your life forever. I tell you, man, man, I've always been that kind of person, man. When I was going to church, I'm going to still go to church, but when I wasn't pastoring, um, man, I, I, I didn't take for granted what was going on in my church. We talk about all this teamwork and team. There's been a theme about team and team. Some it's a team. But you can be so self-absorbed into what you're doing, it's like you just dismiss, well, winning group, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't, I can't believe that God ain't telling nobody to help me. <laughs> it's not just like, it's a lot going on in what's on stage. We've got children's ministry and all this kind of stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, you got singers and all, you know, the musicians. Man, we got sound people that, that, I mean, there's certain people that, I'm not saying I don't have any help. Man, listen, I got, I got help, and it wouldn't be what, I don't even know how we do what we do. It's through, I mean, we got some dedicated people, but we can do more if we get more people come and help the people that's helping. But God, but that shows you how faithful God is because we're able to do it supernaturally. I mean, I mean, you got people doing two, three things. I don't even know how they do it. Well, I know how. But um, so if you feel feeling guilt and condemnation about what I'm saying, then you're not receiving what I'm saying. Because I'm not here because I, I'm, I'm, I trust Jesus. I, I do the same thing that I'm, I'm telling you to do. Some of you got gifts. Some of you can sing, and you don't want nobody to know it. But people tell on you because they sit next to you, and they come and tell me that you can sing. <laughs> Amen. So, overtake this chair. Let me close. Oh, my goodness. What time is the Super Bowl? What time is the Super Bowl? What? Oh, we got plenty of time. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? He was there. He wasn't just doing his own thing. We, listen, will y'all help me? Don't say nothing. Just, just, will you help me get this word out to people? Don't you think that this word needs to get to people? There's so many people that are bound up with religion. Will you help me get this word out? You can change somebody's life. Philip changed this man's life. He's reading. He's reading Old Covenant. He don't understand what he's reading. He's like, hey, you need a, we need a man to guide me. People think you don't need people. You need ministry gifts. Well, God didn't give apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher for nothing. This man has sense enough. No, man, I don't understand this stuff I'm reading. <laughs> and there's a lot of people like that. And so... 
See, Jesus is in every book of the Bible. See, you got to see Jesus. You got to look at the Bible through the finished work. And see, that's what Philip was doing, helping this man. He said, how can I accept someone guides me? And uh, he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. And the place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent. He's reading out of Isaiah now. So he opened out. He opened not his mouth in his humiliation, his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask of you, who is this prophet talking about? <laughs> you know, what are he talking about? Talking about himself or somebody else, right? So the, then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture preached Jesus to him, man. See, people open up the Bible and they preach the law. But this Bible's all about Jesus. Jesus said, you search the scriptures in them. You think you have eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. All the scriptures point to Jesus. Hallelujah. See, all the signs in the Old Testament, they pointed to Jesus. And see, what people do, they go back, back, back and look at the signs. They're holding up the sign. No, the sign pointed to Jesus. Don't go back to the sign. <laughs> now, as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, see, here's water. He obviously told him about water baptism. He said, so what hinders me from being baptized? Well, see, bat baptism, you got to be saved before. Sometimes people get baptized, and they're not even saved. All, all that happens if you, you, mean you, 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 you go down a wet a dry devil, you come up a wet devil, you're the same. You don't, you know, baptism happens after salvation. So, and Philip understood that. And, and when the guy said, hey, man, why can't I be baptized? His water right here. And he said, uh, if you believe with all your heart, you may. See? And uh, he answered and said, I believe, this is how you get saved, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still and both Philip and the eunuch. I'm going to look for this uh, in Blu-ray when I get to heaven. And, and, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. Star Trek. <laughs> so the, the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus and passing through. He preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Isn't that something? He got being done. This is way before Star Trek. <laughs> all because. See, y'all want to see the whole playbook. He said, launch out into the deep. So what's the Lord telling you to do? Well, I don't know what this has to do with my drink. Just whatever he tells you to do, do it. Amen. Every head by every eye closed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus.